0: Yeah. So what does that mean? They 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 bought all these cars and now they're going to get rid of them? Yep. That I mean, that's crazy. And what, a year or two turnaround?
1: It's like 20,000 Teslas they're going to dump into the market.
0: But they only, they only just bought them like a couple years ago or something like
1: that. Yeah, but that's the whole point. The whole point is that these cars are depreciating faster than they can keep up with. So like if you look at it from a financial standpoint, they bought all of these Teslas, uh-huh. right? And they spent good money for them. And then in addition to the fact that they depreciate much faster than let's say the average used internal combustion engine vehicle, right? What's happening is Elon has been making price cuts <laughs> oh, yeah, all yeah, yeah. through 23, right? Yep. So every time this they do, it affects the resale value. But these resale va- all these cars are on their books as assets. Mm-hmm. So every time he does that, they inadvertently lose money by the depreciating value reset on on the vehicles, right?
0: I see. I, I didn't take it that way. I thought it was um I thought it was just that no one was renting them.
1: Oh, hold on one second. There's more to this. Okay. So also they say that um due to I mean like due to dwindling demand a little bit and in addition to that, they say that the cost of being able to maintain the vehicles is cheaper than the internal combustion engine. But Okay. Every time that these vehicles sustain any damage, they're twice as expensive to repair.
0: Ugh. But, but, <laughs> but one <laughs> thing that I don't get is that, like, if I was going on a trip and I had to do a, you know, I had to get a car rental, um, I don't think I would ever opt for the, well, the ev option you remember the
1: story that i told you when i rented one yeah, yeah at yeah. one time yeah yeah. what a nightmare yeah so so i'll recap the story just in case anybody's listening and hadn't heard this part yeah, so yeah. so i have to go on a business trip i i fly into to um into uh the carolinas i get out uh, it was in charlotte um i walk into the garage i have that president's circle thing in hertz so where i can walk down any row i can walk down this one row and nice pick flex. anything in there No, no, no! But hear hear what I'm saying. (laughs) So I get there, and there's like three pickup trucks, and then there's like 17 Teslas. Yeah. So I'm just like, all right, you know what? Like, not that I don't wouldn't drive a pickup truck, but like I have to go. I'm gonna put people in it, like you know, take them to lunch or whatever it is. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'm not taking the pickup truck.
0: You rather look like an Uber driver, right? (laughs) <laughs> well, I
1: per- I purposely didn't pick a white one because of it. Yeah, I picked, right. I right. picked, the I, one, right. The I one picked a red br- one, so they knew I meant business. <laughs> yeah, a little sporty. And also, in case there was any bloods out there, just figured I I'd, <laughs> I'd be okay. I'd be okay. Never know. Um. So listen. So, so I get this car. Um. I start driving and First off, it takes me forever because I'm not an intuitive, you know, electric vehicle owner to yeah. figure out that you got to use this flying iPad that's in the middle yeah, yeah, yeah. to do everything, including adjust the mirrors and be able to control the seat. I got in it, my, my stuff-ins almost got chopped off, and I couldn't get the seat to go back, and I'm sl- I'm putting my hands down the side of the seats looking for the... I couldn't find anything. Finally, it the dawned on are, me... The
0: seats are by the, the yeah. screen so as well? so finally wow. it dawned
1: on me that, like, oh, maybe I need to go into the iPad options mm-hmm. to be able to try to move my seat back. And sure enough, I do, and I'm able to, you know, get the steering wheel set and, you know, all that stuff. All right, so... Forget about the experience driving the car. The point of the matter is that I I took this car off the lot. I I kind of knew how far I had to go, but there was that thought in my mind of like, well, how long is this battery gonna last? Yeah. Right. I just don't know. Well,
0: also with the rentals, you gotta bring back a regular car back with full tank of gas. Right. So did you have to bring that car back with? I a didn't full know what the battery? hell to do.
1: So so here's the thing. So I wasn't. I wouldn't. I didn't purposely. Like I said, I don't purposely rent a vehicle. I just get. Like I just usually go down this one aisle and I can pick things, so I, I i wasn't thinking that I had to like rent an EV, so I wasn't trying to figure it out. But basically, how it works now that I know is if it w- at the time if you returned a vehicle that was above seventy five percent, you had to do nothing. If you have a vehicle below seventy five percent, you need to re- you need to charge it back to above. Seventy five percent. You know what? I hate so, like, about think about that? it like this. I'm only, let's say, I'm going half an hour away. Yeah. And they give me a vehicle because, oh, because here's the other, the little kick in the shorts. Uh huh. Apparently, they uh, most of these uh, uh, men, uh, most of these car rental companies now they're saying that if you have, if they can give you a car that's anything over seventy five percent battery life, that's okay. acceptable. Okay. Right. So you get a car that has eighty percent, eighty two percent. Yeah. Right? And you drive. Now you're immediately under 75%. You got to bring this thing back. Yeah. So what does it mean? You got to go sit in a charging station for
0: what? An hour? Yeah, especially if you're waiting to go catch a flight. 40 minutes? Yeah. I have no idea. Well, if you got to go get a flight or something like that, then you're really uh, pressing you're, time. You're not from this area. You don't know how much miles this thing has. On the th- you know, I mean, no. it does tell you. Right, you may that, like, not be familiar with just charging stations.
1: Right. And, and not only that, but then you have to go
0: find one in an area you've well, never been to before. Wait, well, <laughs> when you return a, a rental car and gas, the, the gas is $11 a gallon when you go to return a... All right, like, but, but nobody you, does that. Nobody, and no, for, but, for the people that well, do that, they deserve to get slapped. No, no, no. no but I understand that. But I'm saying... <laughs> I'm saying that if you return your EV with 70% battery, what do yeah. they charge you for so, electric all right, power? Yeah, all
1: right. So I, I can't speak to everybody because like w- w- when I had when I did the Hertz thing, mm-hmm. um, I got the I got it and had like 94% yeah. and I returned it at 78%. So it didn't affect me. I didn't know it. No, I know. But, but like, I, I was do, prepared do for Koenig to pay whatever it costs <laughs> so that I didn't have to mess but, with it. But do
0: they upcharge the price of electric power if you come in under seventy-five, right. so here's how it I'm works. Saying?
1: Here's how I, like I can tell you that like the last time I went to budget, they tried to put me into an electric vehicle, and I flat out said, "Not no. gonna happen." Yeah, yeah. Um, and went with a deal with the electric thing was they can give you a vehicle that was over seventy-five percent, or or seventy-five percent or above. You had to bring it back if it's below sixty-five percent. I believe it's sixty-five percent. If it's below sixty-five percent, then they charge you like. I think $35 and if it's and if it's and if you bring it back so it's flat rate so it's it's it's, so between 65 percent and I think uh I think it's like 50 no it's like it's like 20 or something like that then it's like $35 but if you go under that like uh, like under 20 or under 10 or whatever it is then they charge you $70 Mm so then it's more money than wow so so here's the thing my, my my whole thing is that it's just far too inconvenient to rent EVs in my experience
0: i, I mean listen i don't know i own I, I i when i've shopped for rental cars or whatever when you look at that stuff the EVs are normally on pr- you know equivalent pricing with like a, a small size SUV or something like that like it's okay. not, you know it's not your first or second third option it's like it's a little higher priced up there well let so, me tell
1: you what's been happening lately what for the past six months, maybe longer, eight months, every time I log into, it doesn't matter if it's it Hertz or budget. You or, check more than I do. Yeah, right. right. I, try, yeah. I, I travel quite a bit, right? Yeah. So, so like, every time I go there, one of the fir- they're always trying to push me into an electric vehicle. Right. It says EV or something you know e- EV or, or you know as the Taylor cheapest Tesla, option though as as one of the cheapest options Oh wow there, well and not always like sometimes it will say like oh you know the economy thing the thing that nobody would rent and if you rent it you're renting it purely because you're the only one going and you don't care if you die
0: <laughs> the, Oh look, I'm the guy who rents the the economy the Nissan Versa or something No no but similar. what I'm <laughs> saying but there's a but
1: there's a level below that Is there I it's it's the worst below that well, I, don't I don't know, know that everybody 30? has it but i know that like sometimes i go there and i'm like it's like the mystery car <laughs> right you yeah, don't know what it's gonna be you
0: end up in a kia soul
1: no that's that's actually uh, more of like a, a what do they call that intermediate now oh wow yeah
0: they're, they're really lowering these standards you have no idea <laughs> what, so what do you have to do to get a camry
1: you got to bleed a little bit on the counter i don't know but so so here's the thing so so you what, one of the first options that have been for 6 or 8 months is 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 you know they have the mystery car then they have the economy car and then it's like before you even get into like the intermediate which is like the corolla stuff you know what i mean yeah yeah that's like mm-hmm. they have they have the ev's position now price wise wow and it's because nobody's renting the damn things i wouldn't want to when i go there and even and this happens even in california yeah you would think that if the highest state of most evs right you would think that people would just whatever but the truth is most people probably renting a car there they're not from that state they don't know anything about it they don't want to touch it but that's what's happening i think people are far too inconvenienced with with evs and and so you know like because i would imagine if hertz even if they had depreciating values if if like everybody was willing to pay for an ev they would keep it because it will generate the revenue mm-hmm. but that's not happening
0: no. No. Well what's even funnier is that they're saying that hey this didn't work out, now we're just gonna buy regular ice cars, you know? Yeah. Like that isn't that crazy?
1: No, I don't think I don't think so. I think it becomes Well, how do I you think
0: th- how do you think it looks? Like it, it is it a is Well it, how does
1: it look? I mean I think it looks just fine.
0: Okay. Well here but here's
1: why. I think it looks completely reasonable and and totally logical. And I think the entire thing that – the whole entire problem I have with the agenda for, you know, for the government to push EVs as hard and fast as they are is that it's not logical. Not that I have anything against EVs. Not that I have anything against, you know, clean energy, right? I don't – that's not the point. The point is – there is a way to get there with that use of hybrid. We've talked about this so oh, many times. Doubt. And and the fact that they want to go into these things, it's just I perp- I personally think that if this was not government driven, this would be a bubble that would crash harder than anything we've ever seen before.
0: Speaking of hybrid, you saw the the Prius one Motor Trend car of the year?
1: It's good looking too.
0: It's it's not bad looking, yeah. It's better looking than. I like how you defended
1: ever everybody out there that's gonna roast me in the comments.
0: No, I mean, you know, it's it's not bad looking, but it, it's better looking than any other previous Prius. I saw one in the I saw one in the lane, uh, in the HOV lane the other day. It's not a bad looking car. There's a lot of speculation that they're gonna make a GR Prius. I mean, I don't know what you do with that. Listen, I mean, they can probably get a lot of pow- power out of a hybrid, you know, powertrain. So.
1: I I guess. I mean, I guess if they use it in the hybrid assist the same way oh, they kind of like... Or like they the use U-ray the same
0: uses. engine that's in the new Toyota Crown.
1: I I don't know. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not I, knowledgeable on it. I
0: think it's a either... I think it's an inline six or a V6 hybrid, and it comes with a lot of power. Hmm. So, you know, they already have that platform. Maybe they just throw that in there.
1: Yeah, but the Prius has to be able to excel as far as its mileage. That's the one thing it's always done from the time it's been created. It's like it's been able to really get that mileage you know that 50 plus range whatever you well, know
0: we had a podcast like a year ago where i think the main point of it was like why were hybrids so skipped over and like i still just it still rings true don't you think
1: uh yeah like it's crazy it, like it's it's it it's 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 crazy in a different at, way if
0: that came out i mean that I understand. that's like the perfect daily driver it, that's,
1: I, I understand it's 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 decent looking i mean
0: first of all those renders are great
1: yeah but, are, but the are. problem is they're making it look like all the cool things. It looks like it has I know what wheels it has on it, but it looks like it has oversteers on it, doesn't it?
0: Kinda, yeah, yeah.
1: Um so here's here's my thing. My thing is that the whole problem with with E V is that the is is the illogical portion of thinking that they could just flat out replace every vehicle without the infrastructure, without the ability to charge them. I mean, battery technology for them to really take over all modes of transportation would have to get so much more uh efficient think about it like this and I know that Doug Doug from when we did the Honda uh, podcast yep he argued this a little bit but like you know I still say for the average everyday person you you're, you're assuming that they're gonna plug in the thing I can't sometimes I don't remember charge my phone yeah every night mm-hmm. you know what I mean like and, and like you know it's funny it's like I speak to Troy he has a Tesla and he'll say, Ah, crap! I had to take my wife's car to because be fair,
0: Troy lives in California.
1: Yes, um, but and he does it for an economical thing. It has to do with gas, right? Yeah. But like, but like he's you know he's like he, he's gotten to the point where he's used to the car enough he doesn't mind. But what I'm saying is there'll be times just God, like, oh, I had to take my wife's car because I forgot to charge mine. Oh man, right? Yeah. And so I guess what I'm saying is that if one day, one day. There's going to be electric vehicles and the battery costs for replacements when you need to will have come down enough that, you know, it might be, let's say it's an eight or $10,000 battery swap, Mm -hmm. but you only have to change it every 200,000 miles, like changing an engine, right? That to me is a reasonable thing. One day you're going to pull into the parking lot and park your car at a restaurant and you're going to go in to get something to eat. And the car going to have, and the parking lots are all going to have wireless charging built in. Yeah, underneath it or right? something. Yep. And there's going to be a very small fee for this because we've efficient made the grid super efficient. And you're going to, while you eat, your car is just going to charge. So no matter where you go and where you park, your car is just going to charge,
0: right? We're not even remotely to that point. Yeah. Did you see that they're going to start making the uh, electric assist highway lanes? In certain places I saw that I, you know I, is it like the third rail like yeah, I don't know do you,
1: for, <laughs> do you accidentally like if you jump in there or walk across because you your EV died or something like oh, that no. like do you get electrocuted from uh, walking on the street maybe <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't know I, I think this is a really tr- the, here's what I think the most impactful thing about this Hertz announcement is like let's read between the lines this is a company that is driven by profit mm-hmm. right they're not going to make a decision based off of agenda. They're going to make a decision based off of hard facts, profitability. Is this sustainable? Can I maintain this? Do people want it? It is the most large scale focus group that I think we can really use to determine is this company, is the, is the country ready? What's the really financial impact to the average consumer and what is the actual, like, um, demand? What do people want to yeah. drive? And I'm, I just don't think... I think this is the most telling sign of, hey, guess what? This is, this is a bubble that's going to burst. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I also just think of it in a more logical sense in this... Like, if I was going to go rent a car, I only need it for one of two reasons, probably. And that's either I need size to carry either cargo or passengers. So you need maybe a bigger SUV or truck. At, okay. Or you just need to get from point A to point B where you could just take an economy car. Okay. Like, you know, I I don't see why I would ever have to opt for this, uh, you know, Model 3 to, to rent or whatever. I just don't see that that really being a scenario where I would need that.
1: I, I, I don't disagree with you. I just – and and here's the thing. I think that there's a novelty to some of these cars sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, if you want I to, think, to an Uber driver. Well, <laughs> you know. The problem is that there are enough of these EVs an, around now yeah. that that you're seeing them pop up. So I don't know that everybody. I mean, you're always looking for the, the light, right? A Little <laughs> yeah. um, but look, so here so here's here's, the, here's kind of the last thing before we start to round out here. Yeah. Um I think first off, this is I believe going to kind of put a little bit of the used car market in perspective because you're they're about to dump 11% of their fleet Um, is made up of electric vehicles, and they're about to dump twenty thousand Teslas, taking a two hundred and fifty million dollar loss. Yeah, just to get them out of their hair, because a few uh, to to because they uh, they realize that holding them any longer would outpace that loss now. Yeah, and cost them more.
0: Yeah, so they cut their losses. But yeah, and then they're going to put that you know whatever money they have for it and reinvest it into uh, you know internal combustion engine cars.
1: Yeah, and 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 you know do I presumably think that there's a potential that you know they're they're smart enough to know that you know um, you know I mean look here here's the thing, even from a hybrid standpoint, why would they bother going to get hybrid cars? Because the only selling point you have is a rental car company that offers a hybrid vehicle besides maybe some people that are actually worried about the environmental impact is the fact that you can get more gas mileage, meaning that you'll have to spend less when you come back to the pump, right? When, when yep. you bring the vehicle back because you'll have to fill up less. But yeah. that may not be enough of a difference for the amount that you're going to charge in these cars. So what I are they going to so. do? They're going to buy the internal combustion engines that they know they can get parts for. And and that's the other thing. I think, I think that we also realize now that when it comes down to these EVs, if you want to be able to really bring this thing all the way through besides all the things we've already mentioned tesla and these other evs they're going to have to figure out a way to make a network of replacement parts that are much more readily available and much more uh, affordable prices because the issue that 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 hertz was even experiencing is they're rental cars. People are going to toast these things. Because yep. the truth is, even if you don't have some sort of insurance that you're using or whatever it is, you know, for $14 a day or whatever it is, you can buy insurance and drive it into a wall. Yeah. And so they got to fix these things. So when they go to fix them, they can't get parts. Yeah. And not being able to get parts or parts being really expensive or technicians needing to be Trained more leaders. knowledgeable. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just think. This is, you know, there are things that will work through over time, but we can't do it in three to five years. We can't do it in, you know, I think it's going to be something that's going to take much longer. And I think all these vehicle manufacturers, the consumers, and um, and basically everybody involved except, well, the automotive manufacturers, everybody that's involved except for the government has really realized that, wait a minute, Not that we should get rid of it. We got to take a step back here. We got to think of this. It has to be an option. We're just not ready. We're not ready. Yeah. We're not ready. Things are not there yet. It's just, it's being pushed too hard too fast. Yeah. So, I don't know. You got anything else to add on this thing? We just kind of rammed through this, but like, the truth is, I just thought it was, I saw that topic and I was like, I don't want to spend too much time talking about EV anymore, but it's such a, it's such a like... Like, people say, oh, well, this, this is a, I hear all this speculation. This is a real-world example of what really happened. And, like, I just think it's – every time I show up at the airport now and I go to get a rental car, there's a whole row of EVs and nobody's getting into them.
0: <laughs> yeah, it goes to show.
1: She goes to show.
0: Anything else? I'm good.
1: Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Teslas that were owned by Hertz. Yeah. Uh, and for all those that are looking to get a used uh, Tesla, this would, might be the time. Would you buy one from Hertz? That's an interesting question. Yeah. Would you buy a used vehicle from Hertz? Now, keep in mind one last thing. The same way your iPhone starts to lose battery health yep. as it gets older and has a number of charges, the same thing happens to electric vehicles. So you're buying this vehicle, like a oh, good example. Max put it up on the screen for those that are listening on iTunes or one of the podcast providers. It, it's a, it's a, you can get a 21 Tesla standard range sedan, right? I don't know why they say plus sedan because aren't they all sedans? They're all sedans, 3s? yeah, yeah. Ah, that's ridiculous. Anyhow, you can um, you can get a standard range, or oh, standard range plus. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Sorry, pardon my misspokenness. Um, so you can get one right now. It looks like for about with 87,000 miles on it you can get it for $20,500. Somebody out there is going to feel that that's a steal. Yeah. I feel that that's a pending headache. I would that to me scares I, the crap out of I me.
0: I saw that some of them are going to go as low as like $14,000 or whatever. I mean, at that price, I don't know. I mean, Well, I, let me
1: put it this way. If that car with 86,000 miles was 14 grand, yeah, I'd buy one.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but not 21 No. 33% more, so. No, No.
1: that's crazy. So anyhow, those are my points. Let us know what you think. Throw it down in the comments. Let us know if you would get one of these used vehicles, but also let us know if you think this is a telling signal of what's looming ahead if we continue down the proverbial rabbit hole of only EVs are in our thought process. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Peace out. We'll catch you on the next one.